A welcome to With a Slow Spirit, where weekly we usually discover how ordinary things, objects, spaces, and people, you name it, can be windows of creative insight if we're willing to slow down and pay attention to them. I pushed this week's episode to next week because it didn't seem in line at all with the heaviness that's going around the United States after many police stood by and even aided fascist white supremacists in breaching the U.S. Capitol building. It really is hard to know what to say. But before we opt out and place our heads in the ground, let's slow down to reflect on how we relate to these events with our feelings. This isn't a podcast to help you escape the world, but a podcast intended to help you re-enter the world. Are any of your friends affected emotionally? Any of your family or co-workers? If they are, take the time to slow down and listen to their story and allow them their emotions. I would question the value of slowing our spirit down if we cannot slow down to pay attention to what's going on in the world around us or the people around us. If no one in your circle is affected emotionally, I would question why no one's emotions are turned on when an obvious national example of inequality is being shown. My best friend got shot in the groin with a rubber bullet by police, even though he does implicit bias training with the police. And this all happened while he was peacefully protesting. Currently, he doesn't know if he'll be able to have children. My sibling has been arrested for peacefully protesting as well. And there has been so much police brutality regarding the struggle of marginalized people. But we don't see the same brutality used by police when white supremacists are breaking into the U.S. Capitol. It's obvious that police do know how to show restraint. And so there's a feeling of unfairness, vicarious trauma and negative ripples that many in my circle have. And that's compounded on top of other feelings. Maybe you have these feelings too. Maybe you have friends who have these feelings. Please take the time this week to remember that hurting people need to be slowed down for. Critical race theory is not my expertise, but it is my expertise to remind you that design is directly related to the world we live in. We have a say in objects, spaces, and the systems that we contribute our time, funds, and support to. The current system, I would suggest, and many others would too, is not a broken system in the U.S., A system where wealthy, white, Anglo-Saxon, Protestant males dominate is actually the designed or the intended outcome. This means the system is working just fine. I believe it's possible to acknowledge our negative feelings and still move toward the world we want to live in without silver lining talk or overly naive positivity. My eight hanging pothos plants can't grow with just sunlight and water. Neither can my king palm. An absolutely necessary thing that my plants need is earth, soil. In other words, my plants need dirt to grow in. Remember that plants grow in dirt. An old spiritual mentor of mine for about 11 years once told me that shit makes good fertilizer. And I encourage you to acknowledge the racist shit happening in the U.S. right now. And like the creative gardener you are, use it to fertilize the work you are currently doing. Use it to fertilize your art, your activism, your design work, your educational work, your raising your children, or your faith work, whatever it is. You see, machines live separate from dirt. 
we polish and clean even tractors. But plant life or trees build their lives in the dirt, and still we find them beautiful and full of life. I believe humans are nearer to plants than machines. So rather than simply getting our hands dirty, let's root ourselves in this messy, ugly existence's dirty soil, and as an act of defiance, split open the earth and insist on growing something as colorful and life-giving as a fruit with our lives. What fruit have you been growing with your life? So this week, choose one way that you will help disrupt and trip up racism and white supremacy in your own circles. Make it tangible. You can start by visiting YouTube and searching the keywords How to Be an Anti-Racist at Berkeley. This will take you to a video by Ibram X. Kendi at UC Berkeley. This is a good place to start because many people can get overwhelmed with tons of informational reading. Listening sometimes can be a little more active. I'd like to suggest that it would be worth it for the world we live in to begin planting the seeds of anti-racism in your own personal lives. Click follow to join us for next week's episode, where we will be reflecting on how sesame oil helps me deal with being overlooked. Join me, and maybe you too can find value in more than just productivity for yourself and for the things around you, people included. And remember, friends, there is a different spirit that can fuel us, one that is quiet and one that is more attentive.